and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Innocence Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason Gay, Eric R. Ope just can sneak right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Licky Topaz, Alex K, Mordine, Doma El Laca, Dr. Grinnus, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Gold Rhino, Fig Tear, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, and Firedown. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 116. As the wizard still has a lot of tablets to read, we decide to spend the night in a mansion. The next day, we descend deeper into the temple of Zulkandur. We come across a room with a couple of Azur worms and decide not to fight them. Down a different staircase, we find a lot of doors. Behind one of them is an extremely annoying quellant. Nidek is permanently stupefied. We find some nice loot and heal up a little bit. We move to another room with a sign on the door saying not to disturb the water. We disturb the water. Here, we'll pop this on Peach Pie real quick. Peach Pie will get 21 hit points back. Oh, shit. You're going to have to roll a check to cast those spells. Oh, you're right. The DC 5. You're stupefied. I think it's 5 plus your stupefied value. Well, I get a 7, so that beats it. <laughs> this time. Not by much. Twice, though, from the looks of it. Why don't you give me a second yes. check? And a 17. Oh, that just flirted with that three. It definitely did. There goes two level two heals. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Should we take another 10 minutes just to make sure we're as good as can be here? Are we good? I don't know. Fuck it. I'm, not, I'm just going to pull out a couple of elixirs. I've got some. I make elixir of life moderate. I have six of them. Is that including the one you give me? Oh, yeah. I always give you one. I have five. How much does that heal? Does that heal you? Can that heal you? Yeah, because that's what Adamu takes. It's 5d6 plus 12. Yeah, because it's not positive healing. That's just healing. It's alchemical healing. So, yeah, 5d6 plus 12. Jesus. I'm going to take one and get myself back up to full real quick. Sounds like way too much. I get 36 hit points back. Now you're back up to full. Do you want one, Jeb, real quick, just to get back up to full? Uh, Sure. All right, I give you one, too. There you go. Now I only have two left for today, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. What is the base of it? 5d6 plus 12. Okay, now I'm ready to fight. So we all line up outside the door. I check the door for traps. Yeah, Peach Pie also checks the door for traps. Yeah, we're too impatient to sit here and wait. Let's do this. So, something in the water, I suppose. Yeah, you know, salt. You'd think that wouldn't stop water creatures considering they... Some of them live in salt water, but, you know, I don't make the rules. Doesn't make much sense, does it? Mm. No, not really. Anyway. <laughs> it's a good bit, Swan. I love really this bit it. so much. <laughs> I love this bit so much. <laughs> we go in. So you swing open what the door. What a doors. pretty room. I like this room. It looks cool. And as you open the doors to this room, you see that most of the room is sub- submerged in water. And there's a room description here, and I'm going to give it to you, but that's not the most important thing in the room. The most important of thing in the room are the two large worms. Oh, that's right. We saw the worms. We knew what was in here, too. Swimming right. around. <laughs> I forgot we knew what was in here. Everybody's getting swallowed. They both pop their heads up out of the water, and they screech at you in unison. And then we need initiative. I screech back. Can we just turn around? Doesn't it be really easy for us to just turn around? Yeah, screech back. I'm not getting swallowed. Do we need to go through here? (laughs) (laughs) Jeb sits this one out. (laughs) But in all honesty, what's going on? They told us not to go in the water. Fred, Fred, you're probably getting swallowed. And you're going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go on. I'm going to salt myself and uh, maybe put some (laughs) ketchup on me. Yeah, that's it. Just cover yourself in salt and they're going to hate you so much. Yeah, season yourself. 
Then with everybody on the initiative board at the very top of round one, Peach Pie, it's your turn. Yeah. Um, Wurbles, close your eyes. I don't want you to see this violence against your kin. Action one, rage. Action two and three, sudden charge, I suppose. And I'm going to use my stupid water run thing <laughs> to go... S- Flap, 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 all the way around it to set up some flanking. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Smack a bitch. Does it uh, attack of opportunity me, though, as I do it? That is a great question, and it swallows you whole before you even get there. Before (laughs) I even get to do anything. Um, no. As a reaction, as a free action, as a... Uh, yeah. No, that, that, that comes on its turn. But no, no attack of opportunity. Alright, cool. I smack it. Well, that's a crit. And the 49, that'll crit. I deal it 101 damage and knock it prone as I then sink into the water. That was an effective first round. Yeah, I would say so. I'm done. 101 damage is a lot of damage. That's pretty damn good. So with this massive smash with the mallet right on the back of this thing's head as Peach Pie flat, flat, flaps around to the rear side of it. While taking a corner around behind it, can you just imagine like the water spraying up as I'm like running across it, banking corner? Ah, I love it. So good. That hits it hard, and you can tell that Peach Pie just smashed a good chunk of this thing's life out of it. It's like you can almost see the stars circling its head. That takes us over to not the worm that he just laid the smack down on, but the one on the other side of the room. Now that you have a moment, after taking a moment to look around the room, I want to point out most of this room is submerged in water. The upper rims of two large bathing pools protrude from the surface of the cloudy water, along with the tops of a few tables. Stairs ascend from the water in the northeast corner of the room, and a ledge to the south bears a double door, which you just entered through. Carvings on the walls of this room show Zogaths relaxing, talking to one another, and engaging in other leisurely activities. This is the bathroom. Is this where they all have sex with each other? Mm-hmm. There's no Zogath sex carvings on the walls. That's what bathhouses are for. Anyways, so the worm that was on the other side of the room flows through the water to slither up to Peach Pie. And when I say slither up to Peach Pie, I mean put Peach Pie at the corner of his 20-foot reach. Goodness. Dirty, dirty reach. Right at the corner. At least it's not flanking. True. It is not. And it's going to use its second action to snap out with its jaw and get a 49. Okay. So, so many things I keep forgetting about, but let's start. Okay. One is my armor, which has fortification on it. So I roll a d20. If I roll a 17 or higher, it takes that from a crit to a non-crit. That's not, okay. that's not a reaction, though, right? That's just an effect from the armor. No, it just happens. It's fortification armor. Yeah, I roll a 15, so that does not do it. Damn it, he's too far away. I can't use my attack of crit fortunity, which is the other thing I was going to do. You know, I'm going to say... Because it's it's reaching out to snap at you. Does it say you have to be adjacent to the thing? Let's read that. That's an excellent call. Because if you're like if you're smacking it because it hit you real hard, maybe you're getting it on its retreat. You know what I mean? As it's going Let's back see into your trigger. Goal. And nope, an enemy within your melee reach ah, critically gets you. And that's and there it is. All right. Yep. Well, then that was its second action. It is a critical. Oh, that's critical. Yep. Damn! I tried all those things and it didn't work out. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Whatever you say, 1990s era gym teacher. Or that's not, that's That's not true. Schrodinger's cat bullshit, man. No, it's not true. <laughs> so, Beach Pie, the worm, deals you 85 points of critical damage. Whatever. I dealt his friend more. You know what comes next. You're grabbed. Reaction. Fast swallow. Yeah, all right. So, first, this is going to be an athletics check versus your... Is it reflex DC? Fort DC, right? Or is it reflex I should DC? know this. I think it's the reflex It DC. should be fort, but I think it's reflex. It wouldn't have mattered. He succeeds anyway. With a 45, gets either one? 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yes. Beach vine. Gulp. Right through the water. Gets you hammer and all. As I'm being swallowed, I don't scream. I don't cry out. I just go. (laughs) Well, here we are. Again. It still technically has an action, actually. It's going to use that to swim closer. And this thing swims fast. Covers a decent amount of distance with its one action. Which will take us over to Jebediah. Hey. Beach by just got swallowed. Which means you can AoE again. Thank God. <laughs> I'm so upset with David for running in there, and I'm like, dude. I can always AoE. That rules out like 80% of my spells right there because you went in the room. All my AoEs say enemy. Mine don't. I'll just get in perfect swallow distance <laughs> and get, take a reflex save from both these kiddos. The first one has a success. Gets a 37. Critically fail on the second one. Ooh. Which is a 25. That'll do it. We got a level 8 chain lightning coming at him. Zap. First one's going to take uh, half of 71 for 35. And this one's going to take double at 124. Wow. God, too bad those weren't switched. Yeah. <laughs> you know Jeb. He loves to split that damage. Just that lightning courses through them. And that's all I've got. Sparks of electricity fleck off of the surface of the water. You can see the worms don't have any skeletons. You know how there's the uh, transparent, the x-ray image that happens in cartoons when people get shocked? But you do see Peach Pie's skeleton in the middle of one as it gets zapped by Jebediah. Then after Jeb, that's going to take us over to the wizard. It's your turn. I sadly just realized the spell I was going to cast would be my last 7th level spell, meaning I would not have a mansion for us afterwards. Mm. Do I do it? It's a cli- It's my only Eclipse Burst. You're going to Eclipse Burst two people? Boo. I really think we need to fix Nidex through the five. Alright, so I use my first action to step up next to Nidex so that Nidex and Jeb are no longer directly in front of me. And I will use my second and third actions to cast a six-level cone of cold. Nice. We've got, for reflex saves, a 23, which is going to be a critical failure, and then a 39. That's uh, a success on the 39. So this will be 14d6. Eh, not bad. Uh, I've seen better, but it's not the worst. Uh, 44 on my 14d6. So 22 for the one that was saved, and 88 for the one that critically failed. And that is my turn. All right, then that takes us over to the worm that has not swallowed anybody yet. Uses its first action to bite at Jebediah, who just so... It's so great of you to just move into distance for me like that. It's great. I really, I thought I was out of distance. To be fair, <laughs> you're not. So first action, it bites at you. Gets a thirty-nine to hit. Whoa! Will deal you thirty-two points of piercing damage, and then of course grab swallow. So this is its athletics check to attempt to swallow you. Forty-two against your reflex DC. Okay. Judd, go. And as it swallows Jebediah down into its gullet... It does. A scene that's been played out so many times before happens again. With its second and third action, the worm thrashes and makes two attacks. One versus the wizard and one versus Nidek. So for the purposes of multiple attack penalty in this particular ability, which is called Thrash, it makes one strike against each creature in its reach, and it strikes once with its jaws and up to once with its stinger. Keep in mind, it no longer has its reaction for fast swallows, so that's not that's out of the question. So both of these will be at the second multiple attack penalty against the Wizard and Nidek. So first is going to be a stinger attack on Nidek, because he doesn't look like something the worms want to eat. When the choice is, you know, a juicy elf and then that. 30 to hit? No. No, that'll miss. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then with a jaw attack against the wizard, that is a 35. Yep, that hits me. Seriously, wizard, get a better AC. That is my AC. I know, get a better one. How? 33 piercing damage. Get a better dex. I can't. 
The monster can use grab as a free action triggered by a hit with its initial attack. So, Wizard, you are not grabbed. You just take 33 points of damage. Nidek, the bottom of round one. You're up. Yeah, Nidek's been spending a lot of time trying to decide what to do. Nidek, I think it's just me and you from here on. You, we got a lot of loot to sell. We're probably set for life. And I, I got a lot of life left, <laughs> but I think we're still pretty set. <laughs> you uh, you got any salt in that backpack of yours? No. Because no, we could just, like, remake this line and get the hell out of here. And we could just leave. It's not like they're going to fit through this door, right? Um, for stupefy, I'm assuming, yeah, my focus spells are still spells, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Correct. need to make a roll for that also. We're going to go straight for, <laughs> I don't think I've actually gotten this to go off yet. So I'm going to roll my freaking DC5 first to see if I even. Ooh. So a six gets it, right? I just has to match it, right? Because it's a DC six. Yes, yes, that is. Because it's five plus your stupefied value and your stupefied one. So that does succeed. Okay. So this is Canticle of Everlasting Grief. He said, I've tried it a couple times. Has not worked yet. Because okay. they keep like critically succeeding on it. So let's get that will save. Um, I think number one is the one that we've hurt the most, so we'll go with that guy. All right. It rolls a four and gets a 27. Oh, son of a bitch. It's not a critical failure. That's a critical failure because it's stupefied. (laughs) Oh, that would have been so nice. All right, so on a regular failure, target takes 10d6 mental damage, is frightened three, and can't benefit from circumstances or status bonuses for one week. One week? So if it's got any circumstance or status bonuses, they can fuck off. All right, I'll take a look through the stat block. <laughs> so it's going to take 41 mental damage. Damn, that's some damage rolls. And the frightened three. Damn. Yeah, that's as much damage as you had with uh, your 14d6, I believe. <laughs> Almost. All right. Well, this is the one that swallowed Jebediah. It stiffens. Like, it, it stops moving. And then you can see, like, almost a shiver run down it from top to bottom. And then it starts to make the movement to turn, to flee. But it's not its turn. To flee? Oh, it's frightened. Sorry. I thought this was just, like, taking me. <laughs> he was in 30 feet? Yes, he is. We're going to try another. We're gonna just, now I am going to use one of my... Because I got the frightened on him. Okay. I'm going to try another spell. It is a single action uh, focus spell. Oh, and there's a two. Do I use my hero point on this? This is the flat check for overcoming the stupefied condition to cast the spell. Fucking stupefy. Um, yeah, I'm going to use my hero point on this. Okay. I get an 18 instead. There it is. All right, this is soul siphon. Uh, you siphon off a portion of the target's soul to bolster your own vitality. The target must attempt a fortitude save or take uh, 1d4 negative damage. Um, that'll scale up based on my level. I was going to say per, per level, I would imagine. All right. Fuck. Well, it, even with the minus three, it rolls a 19 on the die, gets 48 on the save. Wow. That is a really high fortitude save. Okay. This is still the same day as the Dryder fight, right? That is correct. Okay. So I will progress back to stage two, because I never go below stage one once I've started, I believe. Correct. Wizard, a putrid smell hits your nose. Gross, bro. After Nidek, that's the bottom of round one, which takes us up to the top. Peach Pie, you're slowed, so you lose your first action. Yes, uh, so as per usual, when I'm swallowed, action one to pull out a bestial mutagen and action two to take it. Okay. That's the end of my turn. And I'm assuming you hold your breath. Nah, yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> well, then after Peach Pie, that takes us over to... Peach Pie's worm. Or maybe Peach Pie is this worm's worm. Anyways, it uses its first action to get a little closer. Oh, the worms are getting greedy. Want some more prey. And then uses its second and third action to thrash. Just so you remember, I look even worse and smell worse than I did a little bit ago. So. Oh, you do, don't you? <laughs> Just like to throw that out there. I'm really gross. I'm really gross. <laughs> I'm really gross right now. You know, my dead flesh continues to rot, affecting my I'm health. extremely colorful and probably very flavorful. Yeah, I actually think that's a no contest. Jaw attack on the wizard. Crit. I'm waiting for you to roll. Crit? What roll. 
Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a crit. First attack against the wizard. 44 to oh, hit. Oh, one away from a crit. <laughs> <laughs> Got close. Well, wizard, you are going to take 31 points of piercing damage from that. Okay. And by rote, improved grab, fast swallow. Like clockwork. Wizard does a 36. Beat your reflex DC? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. Three in the die, and it still gets it. Nope. Which would be that speech pies worm. Oh, there are ours now? Well, it's just who's inside of it. I'm a parasite. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking parasite inside the host. I just start taking yep. control of it. <laughs> That's how this works now. Start grabbing intestines. I'm a parasite. Jebediah, it is oh, not your turn. Stinger attack oh. on Nidek. I almost. I got all caught up in swallowing the wizard. I forgot to attack Nidek. Nidek, stinger attack. It's okay. You can forget. It's Does fine. a 35 hit? Nope. Man. <laughs> they just really don't want to touch me. They want nothing to do with you. I'll take it. I'll take it. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. All right. I lose an action. You are slowed. I've got nine breaths left. I'm going to attack twice and lose two breaths. Can you? What's... what's no, you, sir. Lose you lose one breath. Well, no, what's, what's, the weight of, what's the weight of your weapon? Oh, yeah. I'd, I can just switch to one hand. Right? It's, the, it's based off the weight of the weapon. It's bulk. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, it's, if it's more than one bulk or something like that. Well, fuck. Um, it's almost pointless to do anything. <laughs> you can literally cast spells from inside. Yeah, but they're all they're all verbal. I would just lose all my shit and start dying. Better clan dagger at them. <laughs> That's pointless. <laughs> it's a 1d4. Oh my fucking get out of here. <laughs> I liked it. Can you actually get <laughs> enough rupture damage though? I'm just gonna no. be upfront with you. No, you can't. Not with 1d4 plus strength. I'll just heal myself with a mushroom. Jeb eats a mushroom. It's got a little stomach bile on it, but it's still good. Uh, that's all I got. And after Jeb heals 34 points of uh, his damage, Wizard, you're inside a worm. It's your turn. Yeah. I've been looking through all my items and all the different things that I could possibly do here. Not, none of There's so many things I was like, ooh, that could be interesting. Ooh, that could be interesting. And none of them actually work. <laughs> oh. What would really be that helpful? One, I was looking at the, the Grail Twisted Desires. I was like, huh, I wonder if I'd support, <laughs> take that out and just start pouring it out into this thing. What would happen? Uh, n- nothing <laughs> worth it doing. I even specifically read the rules up for insistent door knockers to make sure I couldn't make a doorway out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> just open a door and the creature's stuck for us. I was really hoping that there was something I missed in the rules for it that I could do that. No, you can't do it. Oh, that's too bad. Unless you consider... It just says wall, floor, or ceiling. Is the inside of its stomach a wall? It is called the stomach wall. I mean, you're not technically wrong. It's a big rules as intended versus Ted trying to do some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think rules as intended, no, I don't think so. But when we're talking about the situation that's in, what does it say? Is it a foot of? Um, does it say one foot of, like, stone, wood, blah, 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 and they're all, like, One material? foot of material, so thick material such as, it does say such as, so it gives examples as, like, heavy stone walls and stuff, but it just says material. The door can penetrate up to one foot of material. One foot. I was going to say, I feel like one foot isn't enough to get through the worm. Which one am I looking at? The door can penetrate up to one foot of material. My greater one can go through five feet of material. Five feet. Okay, we're talking when we're talking about five feet. We're talking when we're talking about it's, it, five feet it's, is a lot. It's, that's that's pretty fucking it's, tall. It's, it's yeah, still five feet is a lot. Really comes down to a wall. <laughs> Do you want to open that can of worms? Do you want well, to allow? I mean, come me to on, Swanee, you're killing me. I mean, come on, come on. That was a good one. <laughs> that was good. Well, okay. All right. So here's what I'm I gonna mean, do. Like open worms. <laughs> I'm gonna draw a very clear line here. But before I draw this line, Ted, take a hero point. You will not be able to do shenanigans such as I put the door knocker onto the gigantic, you know, creature's leg and then open a door through 
its shin so that it's you know debil- debilitated, or yeah. you know I open a door in this idiot's head. Use, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> chances of me ever using a door knocker in combat again isn't great. Like. So, okay, okay. I like the idea of using it defensively like this. My actual question, though, is do you have the actions? Uh, it would take you only have it two, would be actions. two actions. Oh, activation is two actions. So it'd really be just something of me using my two actions to take it out. And, and then next turn, I have to actually do it. Next turn, I would actually have to do it. And even then, next turn, I'm just going to be able to open the door. I'm not going to be able to head it leave yet. Well, I mean, would you open a door in a worm's body, like through its stomach? I think leaving likely just happens quickly, whether you want it to or not. <laughs> See expelled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get there when we get there. Wizard, do you use your second and third actions to pull out your door knocker? It's only one action to pull yeah, out the just door knocker. Then he has one action to do something. I mean, my, my other action would probably just be to be like looking through my shit and be like, hmm, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Hold the grail twisted de- desire and be like, hmm, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll use my, my second action to pull out my greater, this greater, right? Yeah, greater insistent door knocker. And so it begins. And then third action, prepare myself to be expelled from this thing when I use it next round. That takes us over to Jebediah's worm. My worm! Well, Nyduck, you're all alone, and a worm is facing you down, and it looks at you, and it takes an, its first action to use a seek action on you, to, like, get down close and sniff you, and it doesn't like what it smells, and it slams its stinger into you, trying to stab through your small, what it thinks, frail body. Does a 40 hit you? Yes, a 40 hits me. Finally got you. Uh, You will take 29 points of piercing damage and need to give me a fortitude save for the purple worm's stinger venom. Oh, so this is a poison, you say? It certainly is. Let's just get that plus four circumstance bonus because uh, I'm at my moderate curse. How about a 52? That is a critical success. You're fine. That is its turn, which takes us to the bottom of round two. Nidek. Oh, shit. It's my turn again. You're all alone. Except... God, where's Thaxon and Kufar? Chillin'. Nobody cares. Yeah, does Nidek Nidek just, like, look around and walk away? (laughs) Just... (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, these guys are dead. What? Fuck this. (laughs) Just walk away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be a really short campaign, guys. Sorry. Uh, we come after you and get you. <laughs> With our parasite worms. Don't even begin to think these worms are killing Peach Pie. <laughs> uh, it would be fun. How far away can I get? Let's see. Okay, so we got plenty of space here. We're going to drop a moonlight burst or moonlight, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, moonlight burst. Moonbeam. Moon burst. It's just called a moon burst. Oh, moon burst. We're just so used to saying moonlight. Yeah, because it's a moonlight ray, but a moon burst. It rolled their saves, but not. They got a the failure and a critical failure. But it didn't roll mine. I tried oh, drop it. it. I tried dropping it. Six again. Oh my god. Oh, Seventeen. Okay, the 17. <laughs> I was scared. Seventeen was the first one. The seventeen made it. Oh, okay. So. okay. For reflex saves, we got a thirty-two, which is a failure, and then a twenty-two critical failure. That is a critical failure. So, let's see. Full damage for one. The other one takes um, also full damage, but is blinded for an unlimited duration. (laughs) And I'm assuming they're not undead or fiends, so we won't give them the extra bonus damage. So, on 8d10, that's 48 damage. So, it's not quite dead, but it certainly looks like it's right down to its last threads. Not dead yet. Fuck, do I do I tempt fate with this fucking thing? I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna use another focus spell. Oh, wow. We'll see if I can beat my... Oh, I get a nat 20. Is that, there you uh, go. How about that? Spell goes up. Now the question is, is, does it kick the shit out of my fortitude save? I mean, likely. Oh, the two on a die. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it fails, bitch. Soul siphon again. <laughs> 
Soul siphon. Also, Nidek looks really fucking bad. <laughs> just skin just falling off like he's in the end of a Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, <laughs> so major curse. You stand just steps away from the grave. You become wounded one. Oh, it's only removed if I refocus. But the benefit is if I if I get knocked unconscious and I attempt a recovery check, I can choose to automatically succeed instead of rolling. And if I critically fail on a save against a disease, poison, or death effect, I get a failure instead. Oh, Damn. wow. That's really good. Um, but more immediately, this thing takes 8d4 negative damage, which is 17. Now that is enough to kill it. I went to my major curse because of three hit points. God damn it. Yup. <laughs> You pop out and Nidek looks just awful. I attack Nidek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do gain temporary hit points equal to the damage dealt, though, which would be three. Three. You're not sure how, but these worms must have, must have turned Nidek undead. <laughs> I mean, I almost look probably undead. Zombie state. Well, that takes us over to the top of round three. Peach pie. I'm now a bestial peach pie. And I'm going to slash at him with my claws. Look close. First attack. Get a 43 to hit. That hits. I deal him 29 damage. Peach Pie, you slice at it with your bestial claws, and you rend through stomach, flesh, and muscle, and emerge adjacent to it. Well, here's something really dumb. Because my maul, the big top steak driver, is a plus two... And my level 11 bestial mutagen gives me a plus three. I actually now have an extra plus one to hit with my bestial mutagens over my big top stake driver. No shit. I'm better at hitting with those. Crazy as it sounds. That's interesting. Well, now that I'm out, I can either spend an action to put a hand back on my maul, but I don't think I want to do that. Well, you already lost your first action from the slowed condition inside the creature, so you are now prone outside of it. Well, I'm prone? In water. Whatever. Second action, I'm just going to fucking bite it. <laughs> bite. <laughs> oh, I get a 32 to miss. That'll miss. Well, that takes us over to the last living worm, realizing that something just clawed its way out of its stomach. Something? I'll tell you what clawed its way out of its stomach. The clowny turtle! I saw that coming. <laughs> the clowny turtle? <laughs> Kami turtle? Clowny. Cloudy Kami turtle. Kami turtle. <laughs> turtle. With its first action, it swims away from Peach Pie. I take an attack of opportunity. I bite of opportunity. I crit it. The 50 will crit it. Yes. I don't know if I'm going to be able to kill it without my maul. But you can knock it prone. No, I can't. I'm biting it. That's the maul. Yeah. I deal it 59 damage. What is a critical specialization on a bite? I don't know. I've uh, never thought to look it up. I think it has the I brawler. Guess, I guess I do get it. It's true, you do. God, that's a good that's a good crit specialization effect. Holy shit. What, the fist? The target must succeed a fortitude save against your class DC or be slowed one until the end of your next turn. So this just counts as an unarmed attack. So it is the same as a fist. So it is the same as the fist? So then, yeah, it yes. needs to okay. give a fortitude save then. Oh, yeah, that's going to be real hard for it. Yeah, I think this one, it's not going to be an issue. But in general, that's a good critical specialization. What the fuck is my class DC? 46. I'm certain that succeeds. I'm certain that saves, too. My, it critically succeeds. My, my class DC is 36. 36. Oh, okay, so that does critically succeed. It is not slowed, but you do deal with damage as it turns to swim away from you. This creature has a 60-foot swim speed. With the wizard in its belly because, well, it has to get away with something in its belly. And after seeing its friend murdered and a clown clawing its way out of its stomach, it's going to take its loot and go. Murdered by a tiny little fucking creature that looks gross. <laughs> Second action. Nobody can see this because of the the sides of the tub that's at the lower tier of this flooded room. The worm swims into a tunnel that goes deep underground to an underwater river system. And it swims a hundred feet down. 
Jebediah, it's your turn. So I can't see this thing anymore? It's completely underwater? It's gone. Yeah, it is a gone. long gone. ways away. It's gone. <laughs> the wizard's gonna have to save himself somehow. Yeah, so- somehow. I thought we already did the door thing. No, it takes him two actions to pull the door out of his pack, or one action to pull out yeah. of its pack, two to use. Because he's slowed, he couldn't use it. It's gonna take me a while to get there, but I'll go swimming. Sure. I hate that the swim speed it gives us is only 10 feet. I wish it was our... 10, yeah. Was our yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. We're 10 feet so fucking slow. That's all I got, Chief. I'm done. All right. Then after Jebediah, it's the wizard. You feel a lot of movement, but you don't exactly know what's going on. I affix my greater door knocker to the inside inner wall of its stomach, and it fuses into place into its stomach lining and creates a doorway which immediately water begins rushing in, allowing me to breathe. Because <laughs> you have water breathing. Because I can breathe underwater. I am no longer holding my breath as water rushes into my face. But I imagine I'm also not getting like sucked out of it because the water is rushing in. I imagine it being like a car driving, and you have your window open, and wind, and the wind blows in. So I... I imagine I open I open the door and I'm still just like holding onto the doorway like this water is blowing into me like ah <laughs> <laughs> and that's all my actions. Water floods into the stomach. You're no longer holding your breath. The wizard is now screaming. <laughs> this thing's speeding through like underwater, and I'm just like, oh my god. Well, and you've got dark vision, you've got water breathing, you can see the edges or the rock walls rushing by as this thing is swimming downward. That takes us over to Nidek, but I'm really, really curious. Is that, Do you guys have something that you're going to try to do here? Swim! I mean, he's not even going to be close to catching up. I mean, how far, how deep does this thing go? I'm over like 100 I don't feet know, away, and you swim at 10 feet per action. Well, I know that, but it's going to stop eventually. That's the idea. Tyler did say it's a river, underwater, like underground river system. Mm-hmm. Tyler doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Ah! I'm just kidding, Tyler. I think you do know what you're talking about. Nidek, do you do anything with your turn? Oh, I've got nothing to do. I can't fucking chase this thing. All right. Top around four. Peach Pie, what do you do? Actually, actually, seeing Peach Pie is quite injured, I will heal Peach Pie. So I gotta oh, ask, thanks. If, if this thing's now getting, like, its insides flooded gotta be taking damage, oh, right? shit. Yeah, like... There's no way it wouldn't be. Yeah, it can breathe underwater, but that doesn't mean it can just handle fucking tons of water just getting dumped inside of its body. No, not at all. It's not how that no. works. Okay, I get a 7 on my check, and I heal Peach 5 for 75 hit points. Alright. I climb up out of the water for my first action, which seems silly, until you realize, because of my water walking thing, I can then move like sixty feet. I can ch- like charge sixty feet instead of the water. instead of swim twenty instead of swimming <laughs> nice. twenty. And then I sink down into the water, and that's the end of my turn. All right, Peach Pie starts making his way across here. Wizard, when you open the door in the worm's stomach, all that water comes flooding in. But it, it's hard to get context clues from inside of a worm's stomach while it's, you know, fleeing down this underwater tunnel of some kind. Uh, you don't have enough context, but you can figure out that much at the very least. After the water comes and rushes in and equalizes, you see that these clouds of red blood are billowing through the water after you've opened this door and slowly the rushing rock wall outside of the door through the worm's stomach slows. It had 18 hit points. Nice. There's no way this thing could survive a door big enough for a medium creature being opened in its gut with that many hit points left. Solid. It's dead. Okay. I drain bonded item, recall, disintegrate, disintegrate its body so I can get my door knocker back. <laughs> I, like I can't, I can't. Re- like I thought about it, I can't reach in and grab it because if I grab it, its stomach wall reforms immediately. So then, like I just got, I gotta disintegrate it to get it back. So you cast disintegrate on it underwater, and it just disintegrates, obviously, into ashes. 
but they're underwater. So as you're reaching through the water to get the door knocker, just this almost snow and ash falling through the water around you like you're in the middle of a giant snow globe. And you grab the door knocker. Noise. Anything else that was in the stomach? No. Just out of the ask. <laughs> I mean, it was worth a shot. <laughs> Some crazy artifact that's been sitting in its stomach for a millennia? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how old these things fucking, or how long these things fucking live. We're out of initiative, but... I swim 10, 10 feet per round, or per action, all the way back. Just slow swimming it. <laughs> Jeb Peachby, it doesn't take you long to realize that there's a hole in one of these baths leading down into an underwater tunnel. Startlingly, you think the wizard might be gone, but you have to try, right? Do you try to swim after the wizard? Oh, yeah, dude. 30 feet at a time. Well, yeah. Like, I'm not too worried. I know this thing's almost dead, and I know the wizard's probably got it handled, but I'm still going to swim after it. So as you're swimming after it, you see the wizard lazily, slowly swimming his way up. I don't know how to respond further. Well, anyway, I and I hold it up. Enjoyed that. <laughs> we'll take, we'll, we both take hero points for that one. That was great. I got three hero great. points, and I'm not going to use them. <laughs> That's great. That's not great. We're mansioning and going into bed. You're able to swim your way back up to the surface really simply. You get back, and Nidek is just sitting there refocusing. <laughs> Nidek, you do not look so good. It's probably going to take me like five, ten minutes just to get back. <laughs> ten, ten feet per action. <laughs> I mean, it won't take you all that long. That's 30 feet per round. He only made it... Down 100 feet, yeah. Down 100 feet. Yeah, four rounds. He'll be back in a few rounds. Uh, yeah, uh, I I haven't really uh, pushed it that far before. I just need a minute, guys. I know Jebediah is good at putting faces back on. It seems as though you could use it. Can I regenerate your nasty ass? <laughs> no, you can't. No, doesn't work out that. <laughs> uh, no, just give me a few minutes. I'll, I'll be fine. I spend ten minutes to swap my spells to get magnificent mansion. Nice. Spend ten minutes refocusing. You're able to spend that time uninterrupted. Uh, do we find anything else in this room? No, not at and all. That, that staircase going up is the staircase we saw up above. Bingo. While they're refocusing and changing their spells, I drag the other worm carcass down into that hole so Whirlpools doesn't have to see it when they come into the mansion. There's nothing in this room. You could spend some time looking through this room, but there is nothing in this room. You guys want to go explore those that river system? To be honest, kind of. At our awesome 10 feet per action? It will be slow. Y- y- y'all can have fun with that. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll stay you here. You can't breathe water, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, you, I feel like I'm not the one out of the normal. You, you here. can't. You can't come into my mansion unless, like, you like, you know, stop falling apart. Yeah, I don't, I don't need like pieces of you falling off into my mansion. <laughs> no. After the ten minutes, I look a lot. So, like leprosy, like what's what's going on? <laughs> I, th- I think I th- think that staff I gave you can remove diseases if it's leprosy. Uh, I, I think it's a little, little more than a disease there. A curse, if you will. It can remove curses too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we mansion up. All right, be able to get the mansion up. Nothing stops you from the time it takes to uh, swap the spells. Nothing stops you from getting in. Oh, I do want to go to the door that had the message that said, um, do not disturb the water, and I'm going to change it to feel free to disturb the water. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Fantastic. I I sweep up the salt and, hey, wizard, you said you didn't have salt before. Here you go. You can have some. I like look at it. I'm like, that's that's some fucking old, gross salt, bro. Like, does salt go bad? Does salt expire? 
I don't Salt is used to preserve things. I know, I but like, so. is there a... I don't think so. It's just a mineral, right? It is, yeah. Does like, does it break salt. down? I don't know. While salt itself has no expiration date, salt products that contain iodine or seasonings that contain other ingredients such as spices, colors, and flavors can deteriorate over time. So salt does not expire. How interesting. I mean, it'd still be dirty salt, but... <laughs> it'd still be dirty, but, you know... Anyway, we match it up, and we use that staff to fix Nidek stupefied. The Nidek will prepare said staff that I totally remember the name of. The staff of healing. The true staff. staff true staff of healing. Staff yeah. of healing true. I don't know why it's called a true staff of healing, but I like it. It's a good It's a good descriptive word. I wonder what the... I was like, is there a lesser version What's of the, it? That's not as good. true version. Yeah, no, there is absolutely a lesser staff of healing. Staff of healing false. Oh. Is that like negative? I wonder if that, would that be like negative damage and stuff like that? Okay, so as an oracle, I am a spontaneous caster. During the daily preparation, you can prepare a staff to add charges to it for free. When you do so, the staff gains a number of charges equal to the level of your highest level spell slot. So that is currently eight, so it gets eight charges. You don't need to expend any spells to add charges in this way. No one can prepare more than one staff per day, nor can a staff be prepared by more than one person they aren't used within 24 hours they are lost so that's the generic and then spontaneous casters have the additional benefit where they can choose to use one of their own spells of the same level or higher so when a spontaneous spell caster activates a staff they can expend one charge with the staff and one of their spell slots to cast a spell from the staff to the same level i could expend a second level spell slot and one charge instead of having to use two charges to use the spell and that's what you get to use it as a spontaneous caster. That's how you get to use your staff. Yeah. So I could choose to use two charges and not expend the spell. Which is how they're normally used. Which Just is that's how a universal. The... That's how you use them, whether you're spontaneous yep. or prepared. Yeah. So since level two is pretty, pretty low, I'm going to choose to do that. I will use up one of my slots and use one charge from the staff to use that second level restoration. Nice. The night obviously passes with no issue. In the morning, while you're preparing for your day, Thaxon will approach Peachwai and say, we must be getting close to the end of this. We've seen trained servants, as well as some other creatures about. Their evidence here is plain. Yes. This is clear. Thank you for your insightful information, I guess. She nods sharply and then goes about her business. I roll my eyes and sigh heavily. (laughs) Some scout. (laughs) Uh, Kufar will approach the wizard. uh, Halfway through his daily preparations, will raise a finger as though he's going to say something, and then visibly stops himself. And then just stands and waits patiently for the wizard to stop his preparation. He's learning! You know, it's like an hour, right? So he's going to be sitting there for like 30 minutes? Yeah, for sure. He's super patient and he sits there still at ease. Are we going to wait 30 minutes now, IRL? <laughs> yeah, so it'll be, it'll be 8, 8.20 when we continue play. <laughs> After the time passes, uh, Kufar will ask, uh, is, there, uh, is there anything I can do to help you during that time or make your preparation easier? No. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay, I guess uh, I'll just stand by and wait. Well, you can... You're going to hang out and talk to other people. like. Oh. Don't stare at me, dude. That's weird. <laughs> like you're making things a little awkward, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm really not. I'm not used to being able to just like do what I want. So Just relax. Do what you want. You can leave if you want. You know, we, we told you from the start. Feel free to leave. Just make sure you give me my shit back. With, you know, plus interest. You can see tension releasing from his shoulder, and he kind of, you know, rolls them a little bit. Right, right. And I'm not at your beck and call. Uh, no, no, nobody's beck and call anymore. Right. Did, did, did anybody make breakfast? Like, well, hungry. Yes, you could make us coffee every morning. That would be really nice. 
uh, are you good at making coffee? Because if you make bad coffee, then that's not really nice. Which, you know, I mean, the din- a breakfast is being served at the long, big, long table by the unseen servants. Like, as, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Speaking, yeah, we have unseen servants. What are we even Fuck, talking about? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> give a shit if The best cook. coffee. <laughs> How do they make it every morning? Is it is it pour over? Is it is it with a mocha pot? Is it? It's different for everybody depending on their depending preference. On, oh, perfect. Fucking magic. Insta coffee. Just powder and water. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, God. You know, I tried it once. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's not as bad as you think, but it's also, like, not good. Good. I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, anyways, Kufar kind of wanders around the mansion after eating breakfast. A little aimlessly. He's not really sure exactly what to do. But when you're all ready to leave the mansion and begin your day. So I imagine you step out of the front of the mansion. Unless there's anything else we want to... You guys want to do before we do? Last chance? Nothing? Nope. All right. You step out of the mansion, and because the wizard was just like, yep, whoop, mansion, you step out into a small puddle of water. You don't hear anything immediately. Just the silence of the base of the pyramid you think might be the base of the pyramid around you and some slightly sloshing water. What do you do? We got to go to the section that we haven't been to yet. We got, got some doors left, or are we going right downstairs? The doors, I suppose. I head down the long hallway, past the stairs we came from, into the kind of longer room to the south, where we have three sets of double doors, and I line up with this one with Nidek. Is everybody else coming, I assume? <sighs> 31 on my perception check. 39 for me. Well, I thought I saw some stairs going down, but apparently I'm just kind of being stupid. No, they only go up from here, I think. Huh. Hmm. Well, anyway. We open the doors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you walk into this divided room, carvings on the walls of this room do show Zolgaths hunting dinosaurs and harvesting fruit and berries. You see sectioned off stone boxes in different divided sections. And each divided section seems to have carvings to indicate what foodstuffs would have been stored. You don't see any food. It all must have rotted away long ago. Okay. But, David, you see the telltale signs of spots and stains on the floor and on anything like where the shelving is of alchemical preservatives. Ah! He's probably familiar with those. The preservatives here are millennia old. It's just, you know, what's left over after all of the moistures have been evaporated out of it. But stuck to the Ah. floors and to the insides of some of there, you see the telltale signs. They were using alchemical preservatives to preserve their food. Um, I don't explain that because I don't think anybody cares. Fair. But now I know it, and so does the audience. You find yourselves with nothing interesting to look at in this room. Hey, that's not a very nice thing to say about the wizard. (laughs) Wasn't in that room, though. Wasn't even in that room. Oh, that's not a very nice thing to say about an eye deck. (laughs) He's also not in that room. That's not a very nice thing to say about Bernard. God damn it. You're the only one in that room. (laughs) Well, anyways. I was say, is the so wizard going to do his obligatory search of the room? Yeah, yeah. search the room. I'll search the room. <laughs> the wizard, you see absolutely nothing of interest. There's hardly scraps and crumbs in here. No detection of magic or anything like that. Sweet. Which leaves just two sets of doors right at the end of the hallway. One immediately to the right and one straight ahead. Uh, I go to the one to the right. Perception check. Look for traps. 38. Not trapped? Well, there wasn't anything in that room. Yeah, it was kind of boring. What? Well, anyway. (laughs) You open this one. Dozens of clay vases stand on stone shelves built into the walls and in racks standing on the floor. Some are cracked open or smashed into pieces, while others remain sealed with black wax around heavy lids. Yeah, let's look at this room. I suppose there's 
especially the still sealed stuff, I get a 31. You find that there's maybe two or three of these uh, vases that are sealed with the black wax. I get a 43. Uh, Wizard, there are precisely five usable jars sealed with black tar wax in this room. And what is their value? Well, you'd have to open one. No, I got a 43. Can, can we tell from, like, the broken ones? Like, is there still liquid or something, like, on them to be able to tell what's going on? The ones that are broken, if you take a closer look, you can see that, yes, there was liquid that was in here. It almost looks like the there are some of these vases that have been very recently smashed. Are they magical? No, not magical in nature. Are they alchemical? Alchemical. Well, Clown, you're the one that knows about this kind of stuff. What's in this thing? I make an alchemy check to try and understand what the hell's going on. We got a bunch of jars of black tar heroin. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> black. I said black tar wax, didn't I? That was unnecessary. I could have just said black wax. I get a 30. But I mean, a 30's still good. So, Peach Pie, you're very familiar with alchemical ingredients and preservatives. You're actually now seeing some of these Zogath's Zogath alchemical preservatives at work here. It takes a strong arm to pry the lid off of one of these vases, but as you do, you're hit with a strong berry smell. Is it a jam? Or jelly? It's dark and red, and it sloshes around, and it has the consistency of maybe a medium-bodied wine. Interesting. I try a little bit. As you get it closer, you realize that your nose tells you that your initial thought was maybe not quite a correct. This is more of a, a berry bourbon. Nice, nice and strong. As you take a couple of sips, wow, that is some strong shit, but it is good. It'd probably be more like brandy. Brandy is just uh, distilled wine. It was brandy is what I was looking for, not bourbon. Yeah, brandy is distilled wine. So vases of berry brandy. Is it good? How is it? I... You know, this is actually really, really good and exceedingly rare. This would be a vintage that is completely unknown to society on the upworld, as far as you know. You could probably get 500 gold apiece for these. I tell the wizard about it. Wizard, this is quite good brandy. I think it would be worth a fair penny. Also, it can get you fucked up. Well, one up my sleeve, four in a bag. <laughs> I mean, one's already open, so pass that pass that shit around. Passing that one around. There you go. <laughs> Getting a little hyped up. There's only one set of doors left, so let's let's get ourselves ready. I'm gonna prep this time. I got shit to do. Damn, Peach Pie. All right, I get a 38 to check the store. All right, I am not opening the door yet. So give me just a second. I'll play it out. But let me make a perception check. Okay. Yes. I get a 37. Certainly no traps. So, Peach Pie, do you think it's vases or vases? The voice in my head kind of waffles back and forth. <laughs> Peach Pie <laughs> is drinking an elixir. And says, oh, I think it's vases, but I'm not sure. And I pull out another yeah, elixir and start drinking it. <laughs> So Pete Pie just starts downing elixirs. It could be vases, though. Well, anyway. I just took a cat's eye elixir and a mist form elixir. Ooh. Burst through the door! Damn. I mean, yeah, I'm actually going to start using my alchemical shit now that I've finally gone through and kind of figured out what, oh, damn. what I have and... What does mist form do? Mist form. A faint mist emanates from your skin, making you concealed for the listed duration. Five minutes. As usual, being concealed when your position is still obvious, you can't use this concealment to hide or sneak. I am concealed for five minutes. Would anybody else like to be concealed for five minutes? I have four of them. No. Look at everybody take up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, if I were a player, I'd take it. And Cat's Eye Elixir allows me to help get through the enemies concealed, should they be so. I still feel like Alchemist dedication seems busted. You gotta make so much shit. It's yeah. so good. I mean, he did have to take multiple feats to get there. I, I have... True. I took essentially all of the alchemy feats. In fact, I think I did, in fact, take all of the alchemy feats. All the dedication feats, I mean. 
So what's in this room? Then you open, I hope an enemy. You open the door to four long stone tables, and those stone tables take up a good chunk of the room. I'm just going to go ahead and say now so I can get it out of the way. Getting up and onto a stone table is a square of difficult terrain. But you don't have much time to think. Roll for initiative, because as you open the door, <laughs> there are four iron constructs standing in fr- on the tables in front of you, all waiting to swing at you as you open the doors. Not constructs. Magic users hate constructs, but when you're just a big hit-it-with-a-weapon kind of character, it doesn't really matter. Time for Peach Pie to shine. But doesn't he always? Anyway, is this the boss or is there more yet to come? Find out next time as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.